Welcome to my podcast. I'm Libby Rothschild of Nutrition Business. I'm a registered dietitian, business coach, and course creator. My goal is to help you make moves in your business, take action, create revenue streams, and grow on social media so you can set up systems for monetization. I am here today with Nicole Hallisey. She's a nationally recognized registered dietitian nutritionist, cookbook author, writer, speaker, and owner of Worksite Wellness Nutrition. Primarily based in New York City, Nicole specializes in corporate wellness where she helps busy people working where she helps busy working people live happier, healthier, and more energized lives. Nicole has a master's degree in nutrition and education from Columbia University and has conducted numerous research studies on weight loss in the workplace and has a strong presence in the as the worksite wellness nutritionist on social media. I'm so happy that Nicole is here today. I also consider her a friend of mine and I can't wait for her to tell you all about her success with her cookbook. Thank you for joining. Thanks, Libby. I'm so honored to be on your podcast. I really look up to you and this is super exciting for me. Oh, you're so sweet. So uh, I will say uh, Nicole and I presented together at the the New York State, the um, dietetic conference this past spring and Nicole is very well known for presenting at fancy state conferences and, and other events on worksite wellness uh, corporate wellness so uh, this is really her niche and I love that uh, she's going to tell you all about her niche and in all of her experiences related to it so um, tell us more about yourself and and what you do with corporate wellness beyond the speaking that you've done I'll give you a little background. It all started eight years ago when I became a dietitian. I landed my, what I thought was dream job, doing pediatric nutrition in a hospital. Thankfully, it only took me six months to realize that clinical was not for me. I wanted something more fun. And that opened the door to wellness. And then I was a supermarket dietitian for three years. And that was probably a huge stepping stone for me, which helped me write my cookbook because I learned how to cook in that job. Before that, I was afraid of cooking, never really cooked, but when I started that job, I was like in my job description, I said, do cooking classes for the the customers in the store. Um, So after three years there, I learned how to cook. I was very scared in the beginning. It didn't come easily, but then after practice, I learned that Cooking is really an expression of yourself, and people aren't looking for anything fancy. Um, They're just looking for something easy that they can whip together. Um, So fast forward three years after being a supermarket dietitian, I stumbled upon the job where I am now, and I do corporate wellness for a leading cancer center in New York City, Memorial Sloan Kettering. We have 17,000 employees. Our institution is growing like crazy. And we truly understand that our employees are our most valuable assets because we can't give excellent cancer care without our employees. So we have a very robust nutrition um, or we have a robust employee wellness department. We have two dietitians and exercise physiologists. So I'm there now. Thankfully, I'm able to speak at state conferences, conduct research and worksite wellness, create programs, use my creativity. Um, and then, of course, as you know, Libby, I have tons of side hustles. Incredible. 
Uh, and just just incredible. And I will say that uh, that is a remarkable position that you hold. It's a, I think Sloan is one of the, the best hospitals with the best reputations. And it's, it's great that you have that position and that you're really uh, leveraging your brand to speak and get involved with the community beyond just ha- holding that position. So that's really that's incredible. So how did you l- get your book deal? So it's crazy because I always thought it'd be so cool to write a cookbook, but I never thought in a million years that it would come so easily. I always thought, you know, I'd probably have to find a publisher and, you know, work really hard to write this cookbook. And it kind of happened in a really strange way. I got a form submission from my website and it said possible cookbook opportunity. And I totally brushed past it at first because I thought it was spam. I was like, no, you know, <laughs> I listened to your podcast a lot, Libby, and the one about imposter syndrome really resonated with me. You know, I had that total imposter syndrome, like, why would they want me to write a cookbook? I'm not a chef. Um, but, you know, I looked into the company. I was like, let me just take this call. So I jumped on the call, and I was still so skeptical because I was like, how could this just fall into my lap like this? Um, so I asked, I said, well, before I do this, I want to know, like, have you worked with any other dietitians? And it turned out that one dietitian that I really woke up to wrote a few cookbooks with them. So I was able to connect with her, jump on the phone with her. And it was like, you know, this is the real deal. I need to do this. Um, and they found me on Instagram. That's incredible. So incredible. Yeah. And I always say I was like one of the first people on Instagram before it became like a business tool because my sister's eight years younger. And I always tried to keep up with her friends and they had Instagram and Snapchat before people did. <laughs> I would have never thought that you can make money through social media. Like I had no idea. So the thought of writing a cookbook because of my Instagram is unbelievable. Like I still can't even believe it. And it, it's happened and it's here in my hands and it's beautiful and I will be giving it away on my social media. So stay tuned. And I just, I love that. I love that you had this opportunity from building a presence on social and not just a presence, but a very niche presence, you know, being the worksite wellness and, and um, embracing that what you do in your professional career as well as who you help online. Um, so that's really great and inspiring. Do you, so uh, what tips do you have for wellness professionals who might want to write a cookbook the way that you have? Well, I think there's like a lot of different ways you can go about doing it. I wouldn't say everybody gets as lucky to where, you know, you randomly get, you know, scouted out. Um, I would say don't wait for that to happen. That could happen, but don't wait. If right. you really want to write a cookbook, pitch your ideas to publishing companies you can get the publishing company from maybe a cookbook that a dietitian wrote and you can find that person on LinkedIn, maybe the editor, the acquisition editor, and pitch your ideas to the company. Another thing I would recommend is self-publish a book. I think eBooks is where it's at. If I write another book, it'll most likely be an eBook. Incredible. Uh, Yeah, so I would say don't wait. If you wanna write a book, do it. I love it. And I also, I hear what you're saying about luck. I'm not, I don't really believe in luck so much. You know, I, I see that you put in the hard work with the social media presence as well as all else that you do with your job and your side hustles. So I believe that you were, you know, presented with this opportunity because of the brand that you've built online. Right, right. So I 
so I guess it wasn't luck. I worked really hard to get where yes, I Yes, yes. I just want to make sure the listeners, yeah, I'm not, not a fan of the word luck. You, I mean, you absolutely worked for this and you, you're very concentrated and, and focused in what you do. And again, you know, you've spoken at big events like Fancy and it's great that you've built your reputation around that. Um, so how long did this book take in total? So the book from start to finish took six months. And when I say finished, it was like on shelves. Okay. So when I imagine writing a cookbook, I would have imagined like taking my time and (laughs) in the pictures myself, but the company, it's a very interesting company and I wouldn't have done it any other way. They write books based on what consumers want. And the book I wrote was the pescatarian, it's the truly healthy pescatarian cookbook because people are looking for healthy plant-based pescatarian meals. So they're looking to eat more fish. So they knew that consumers wanted this and they already had the ideas. You know, they kind of already had like how many recipes will be in each chapter, what each chapter should focus on. So. I just had to, you know, do all the research and do all the writing. The writing was done, I would say, in two months. And then from there, it was a lot of editing. I had multiple editors to go back and forth with. They took care of all the pictures, which was really helpful because I love taking pictures, but it's very, very hard for me to take the pictures because I'm also a perfectionist when it comes to that. Sure. Uh, and then the marketing. There was also a pre-launch marketing component of it so it all took under six months which is still incredible to look back and be like can't believe I did it all in six months but I'd rather just do it fast and get it over with yeah I mean that's that's incredible and so did you were you did you employ any uh, productivity tips such as batch tasking or things like that I mean I know with your full schedule did you have any tips or tricks as far as how to effectively write in such a short period of time I mean I know someone else did the photos but how did you get all of that done oh my gosh of course (laughs) of course the first thing running through my head is like how am I going to do this I'm a single mother I will work full-time I commuted at the time into New York City I had all these side hustles and I have a I like manage to have a great social life too and I was like, when am I going to get this done? So I always think like you have the time, you know, nobody has the time. You really have to make the time. And I know through experience that my brain kind of shuts off after eight o'clock. Like I just, I'm very tired after a long day. So I had to do what works best for me and that's working in the morning. So there were times where I was up working at 4.30 in the morning before the work day. And I also just used a lot of pockets of time, like, you know, an hour train ride or 20 minutes of a break that I had during the day. Um, And I would give myself very specific tasks that I would have to do. And that's how I did it. I managed to do it. And it just worked. That's fantastic. So you were motivated and you had a, a like a time crunch and you just got it done. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. In- incredible. Yeah. What, what, what was that? I knew the end was near. It was like, it was definitely a time crunch where I was like, you know, I work better under pressure. Like I'm one of those people. So I think that helped too. So like, I don't have all day to work on this. I need to get this done now. Um, so that also helped. Yeah, I, I, I hear you on that. And that's a, a good lesson for other people who uh, need those time restrictions, uh, which is most of us. So it's it's good to know that you were able to 
uh, employ and really follow through with time management techniques because you had to, and you, it was time bound. So that's, that's something that you can practice now, right? When you're working on your other side hustles and you can, yes. in, in a way, treat it as if there's a certain time deadline that might help. Right. And I, I have to do that now. And I, I tell myself no excuse. If I can write a book that fastly, like that quickly, yeah. I could literally do anything. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it is really uh, empowering that you say that. And it's also really tremendous that you've written a book. I know a lot of people strive to write a book as part of their legacy, and you've done it already, and you have so much more of your career to fulfill. So I can't wait to follow your journey and see what else you do. You know, are you going to write more books? Are you going to speak at bigger events? You know, how what are you going to do to expand your brand? It's really exciting. Thanks, Libby. And I hope to do so much more, too. Like, I really think this is not going to be my last book I already have you know more ideas whether it's with a publishing company or on my own self-publishing yeah and, and if you decide to go down that e uh, ebook route like you had mentioned uh, which is something that after doing this book you could see that's a great next step for you uh, it might make sense to put a time frame on it so that you can get it done quicker right <laughs> since that <laughs> you're talking about productivity or and that's many of us too we need those deadlines right we we might say we're going to do something and then manana just it, we say never or tomorrow or the next day and it's it's hard to uh to motivate ourselves so it's good that you can add those timelines in so um back to wrapping up the book uh what is your favorite section of the book it's so hard to choose okay so I love cooking so of course I love all the recipes but I think what I really found to be the most fun was writing the book so I used to be a good writer you know when we're in like high school and college and you have to like write all the time it was just a skill that I exercised more so as I got older I found myself not writing as much so I thought I lost that skill um and so after the first chapter, which was a little harder, I got the hang of it. I feel like I became a better writer, um, a better in a sense where like easy to communicate to like the general public, like writing the science behind the pescatarian diet in like an easy to read way. So my favorite chapter of the book, I think, is finding and maintaining your weight naturally with the pescatarian diet because there's so much out there about weight loss. And I just took the approach of, you know, it's not always about weight. It's also about, you know, resting your body, moving your body and um, listening to your body and respecting your body. So I go into other factors that are just beyond weight. Um, I, that's great. Yeah. yeah. That's wonderful. Um, and um, excellent. So I will, uh, as I had said, I will be giving out the cookbook on Instagram this week. So stay tuned and I will be giving it out to the first person who shouts out the cookbook's name or who shouts out me, Nicole, and has had listened to this podcast episode. So the first person who gives us a little bit of a plug on their stories, as long as you're US based, I will send you the cookbook. So Worksite Wellness and then uh, my feed as well. That's uh, wellness.bizcoach and you will be getting the book. So it's a beautiful book. It's well done. And I love um, all the takeaways as well as the recipes and Nicole favorite chapter as well so any other final thoughts or things that you want to leave our audience with today 
Um, sure. I just completed something today. So of course it's on my mind and I'm really excited. I developed a five workday lunch guide with the shopping list. So if anybody has any clients who are looking for easy, healthy, balanced workday lunches, you can send them over. Um, I have a link in my bio that'll connect them to that work, that free guide. Love it. I love it. And I will say, uh, one thing, Nicole, you know, you say that you, you like the imposter syndrome episode, and I think maybe some some of you listening might wonder, how could Nicole have imposter syndrome when she just, you know, she wrote a book, and she's got this great niche feed, and she speaks, and she's got a great position at a very, you know, well-known hospital in New York City. So how do you manage or deal with imposter syndrome? Um, I think I just have to, like, take a step back and remember like no I am the expert I worked very hard to be here I have multiple degrees here um and also not to compare yourself to anybody else and just remember that you're the expert you work so hard and you know it all even ties back to like charging what you're worth like knowing that you're worth it and that you deserve the best and that you are the expert yeah I love those are really beautiful takeaways and and it's no matter what level you're at, I think you can apply those concepts, compare yourself to yourself and not your colleagues and remind yourself of how far you've come, no matter where you are, whether you're a student, you're a new dietitian, or you're a you know, wellness professional, or you've been doing this for quite some time, wherever you are, just take a moment to sit back and appreciate, you know, where you've come. So thank you, Nicole, so much for sharing your journey, your success, a little bit about your background, and then finally your freebie, which I would love people to download as well. So make sure to go give Nicole a follow and a visit on her social media. And remember, her social presence is what landed her this book deal. So if that's not the most inspiring takeaway from today's episode, then make sure to DM us and tell us what was the most inspiring part of this episode. Thank you again so much for joining. Are you ready to build impact and create revenue streams in your business? Go to LibbyRothschild.com and apply for coaching. Also, check out my course opportunities such as Beat the Algorithm to learn how to set up systems for monetization in your nutrition business.